welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a novelist, I mean a certified professional (laughs) organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're talking about how National Novel Writing Month is going. You are a novelist. (laughs) That's right. We both are. How are you, Janine? I am great. I'm feeling a teeny tiny bit sleep deprived, but otherwise, I'm great. Yeah, because you've, you've been getting up early to do your writing. I have. That's worked out very well. Oh, good. Well, so deprivation. Yeah, that part's not so great. But no. um, just, to, just to bring people up to date in case they haven't been hanging on our every word and know <laughs> what's going on, uh, we are participating in National Novel Writing Month, which happens every November when, what is it now, like a few hundred thousand people around the world? It's like 700,000. Oh my gosh, it's gotten yeah. so big. Yeah. Um, so hundreds of thousands of people um, take November to write a novel. And in this case, a novel consists of 50,000 words to write it during the month of November. And yeah, so we are doing that. And uh, a few of our listeners, probably more of our listeners than we know about are doing it. But a few have joined in our Facebook group, Getting to Good Enough. And we are cheering each other on and sharing our ups and downs in the group, which has been nice. Yeah, it's been really nice. It's nice to have people who know what... have uh, be around people who are as crazy with this goal as we are yeah yeah it's a fun adventure I think it's my idea of a good time anyway and I'm glad it's (laughs) only one month and I'm glad I only do it every five years (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's a it's pretty intense um how much time are you spending every day on it about 45 to 60 minutes uh, yeah, me too. I'd say. Yeah, and I, I've been I've consistently, we're recording this on November 11th, so for 11 days, I've consistently done it first thing in the morning after, you know, at, as soon as I mm-hmm. get down to my desk. And, yeah. um, and that's, and I've just happened to have a very busy work schedule recently, so that's meant getting up really early and doing it. But then I walk my dog, and then I'll get on with the day, and it just feels so good to have already accomplished that before I do anything else, before I get dressed. Yeah, it's amazing. I I have to admit, I yesterday and today are the first days that I have not done my writing first thing. Um, mm-hmm. I did mine in the afternoon, and I haven't done my writing yet today. So I'm going to be doing that uh, later this afternoon when we're done recording and when I'm done editing this so that we can uh-huh. get this out this week. Um, but... It feels so good. It does, it it's like if nothing else I 
I feel like I accomplished something big first thing in the morning. Yeah, every day. I mean, days in a row. It's uh, it's makes me realize that's a fairly rare thing <laughs> to accomplish something so early every day. But it feels right. great, and it's such an amazing lesson in embracing imperfection, isn't it? Oh my goodness, it really is. It really is. Um, I have a f- a friend who is also doing it, and um, we were texting about it over the weekend and and we were sort of having a I called it a bad off like you know um, mine is worse than yours oh the novel competition yeah the novel Uh like a writing (laughs) (laughs) and uh, uh, I said it started because I said I finished my words for the day so I'm completely flexible now and she said me too (laughs) and then um, and then we shared some examples of like how bad um our typing was like like throw my computer off the roof bad like oh. sometimes i just type out my stream of consciousness about what i want to write about bad <laughs> <laughs> and it ended with i live it like i live in fear of someone asking me what i'm writing about bad yeah right <laughs> Well, it's an interesting thing because you're meeting your goal. And that's, and this is all, I mean, there's so many lessons, but one of them is about setting realistic goals. And I mean, it doesn't sound that realistic to write a novel in a month, but if you don't put any parameters on the quality of it, it helps. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is like, I, uh, you know, with my tendency to be perfectionist, I typically would not feel accomplished um without producing something that i thought was good and with this i have i it's easy for me to fully embrace i just have to get the words down and i will literally like write a stream of consciousness about what i want to write about as opposed Mm -hmm. to writing it sometimes just to like get things going Mm -hmm. um and i i count all those words too (laughs) Right. I I think for me, the trick, the important thing is knowing no one will ever read it. And so I don't feel any, um, any embarrassment. I don't, I mean, like if people ask me what I'm writing about, I don't tell them. Because yeah. I, I say the truth, which is, I don't know. It, it I, I'm finding out every day. Um, there's, yeah. You know, it, I didn't come to it with much of a plan, and I literally right. don't know what I'm going to write when I sit down. I mean, I had yeah. a um, my plan involved a sort of uh, catalytic moment um, that finally happened today. But I expected oh. it to happen much earlier. <laughs> so <laughs> pacing of my book might be a little off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny because um, I have this idea of a catalytic moment that hasn't happened yet. And so I'm uh-huh. trying to get there. I'm trying to right. figure out how I'm going to get there and make that happen. Um, but then I keep thinking like, oh, it's good that it hasn't happened yet because, you know, we're only 10 days into this thing. so And I have 20 more days to go. I... You know, I'm. I. It's nice to know I have this big thing to talk about still. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I. I think for the last four days, I thought, okay, this is the day. It's gonna happen. But it took me all those days to build up to it to just get yeah. the details together. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, yeah. but knowing that no one's gonna read it, my. I was. Um, 
exchanging texts with her messages with my niece Miranda, who she was the special guest star on the episode uh, about letting holidays be easy that we re-aired last week. So she oh, right. might be a familiar voice to listeners. Um, and I told her I was doing this. She's like, you know, <laughs> wow, that's really impressive. I'm like, mm, it, yeah, okay, but really it's nothing. It's, she does so many more impressive things. So that many more yeah. impressive than you're running a marathon or you're, you know, <laughs> all these things she does, doing yoga every day for three years and all this stuff. But she, I said, but the key is that I just know that no one's going to read it. And she said, well, what if your niece wants to read it? <laughs> and I said, so then my niece She's not allowed. That, yeah, she may not, <laughs> that, that they may not be something that's permitted. I, yeah. I have to know I am allowed to say no, you, you may not read that. But even just that little, before I answered her, just that little twinge that someone might read it, changed it a little bit for me. I'm like, no, uh-uh, no one's reading this thing. I'm probably not reading yeah. this thing. And I'm not embarrassed by yeah. it. There's nothing embarrassing about it, but yet but um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i still don't want anybody to read it <laughs> yeah well we decided that um that it's sort of like fight club you know like the first rule of fight club is you don't talk about fight club right so the first rule of NaNoWriMo is that nobody reads it yeah well the first yeah. r- rule of NaNoWriMo is you don't talk about what you're writing about what you're writing about got it i was gonna say because yeah. we're talking about it right now but we're not talking no about what we're no writing. we can talk about doing it but we don't talk yes. about what we're writing i like it okay I can yeah do, i'm totally the novel it. is like fight club got it <laughs> yeah um yeah so it's it's a fun it well i don't tend to let um perfectionism get in my way too much but it's it's I mean, given that I used to write nonfiction books that people read, I mean, hopefully, that were intended yeah. for people to read. <laughs> they um, did read them. I know they did. They did. Yeah, I have to say, I have to say, I, now I forgot. I just got a royalty statement from my dog treat cookbook, and it sold like a crazy large amount of, I mean, crazy for a dog treat cookbook written by me, like 40,000 copies or something insane like well, that. Well, and also, how long ago did you write that? 2003? And you're yeah. still getting royalty payments for it? Yeah, they're not very big. That's, yeah, but, <laughs> but still, yeah. people are still <laughs> yeah. buying it. It's That's still right. for sale. It's still for sale, right. Um, in any case, uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say about people reading it. Doesn't matter. Oh, we got oh, well. distracted. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, I think I was going to say I'm not usually a perfectionist, and I don't let that stuff oh, get yeah. in my way. But knowing, back when I was writing nonfiction, I had to have a certain, you know, I had to have some quality control. <laughs> right. <But> this? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I keep thinking that even if I, if I decide that this is something that I want to do something with, no one will ever see it in the state that it's currently in. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so, so even if there is a story that, you know, I want to try and work, through you know like work on more um no one's gonna see this draft right yeah exactly and that too is Um, liberating yeah it's really just so much a work in progress yeah but i'm a little surprised so um it's been a while since i did this and in the meantime i've had i've gotten older and I've had a couple of head injuries or more. And the hardest part for me is remembering day to day what I wrote. Oh, 
Do you, what so I've do already you, written. Did you start the session by looking at what you wrote yesterday? Well, that seems like such a waste of time. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've had to do is I um, or I'll I'll write down a couple of sentences about what I want to write about the next day, like the next writing session. Oh, that's um, And that seems to help. But truly, it was like I would sit down and I could not remember what I had written the day before. Well, have you written anything twice as a result of that? I don't know. I haven't gone back to read any of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, good point. Maybe, maybe that's the blessing. I just keep writing the same thing over and over again. The, the Groundhog Day of novels. <laughs> yeah, no wonder I can write 2,000 words in less than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're um, memorized in my unconscious, but not in my conscious mind. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Um, another thing that I've been thinking about with regard to this is the way this is happening for me and getting it done first thing in the morning is because I'm prioritizing it. I mean, in, in my case, I'm just setting the alarm clock an hour earlier. And um, it helps that we got that extra hour about a week ago. But it, yeah, it's that a little make bit a lighter difference. out in the morning when, it's, when I'm getting up. Or it's not dark as long. But um, so that's what I'm doing. But I'm finding that other things that I'd like to do every day, like um, genealogy research, totally falling by the wayside. It's oh, like yeah. This, and blogging. I mean, I managed to dig it up, get a couple blog posts up last week, but I'm having trouble blogging. Um, but I also have a busy client schedule, so uh, I don't have a, much time uh, at home uh, before I, after I've written and then you know walked pics and all that stuff. Right. So I guess that sort of makes me feel like I'm capable of one one thirty day challenge at a time and no more. <laughs> yeah, I um, I was a little uh, concerned about how this was going to go with my cartooning with my daily cartooning oh, right yeah and um so far so good and in fact i think that it is freeing me up because at this point we are having specific assignments and then we're also supposed to just doodle and um uh, that's where perfectionism really rears its ugly head is when your teacher just says, doodle for 30 minutes every day. It's like, oh yeah. about what? Oh my God. <laughs> what if it's not good? <laughs> <laughs> it, um, and I bet it is good though. I bet your doodles are great. Well, uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're, um, they're, they, it's been a bit of a struggle. And then sort of over the weekend I had a little bit of an epiphany to just approach it like I was the like I am nano and just and writing my novel and just sit down and draw and who cares what comes out but you put the time in there you go oh that's excellent yeah I'm sure that made Um, it easier yeah yeah absolutely um and yeah, but and I've been able to keep up with both, which has been great. But mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, that you know, there's not a whole lot of other stuff getting done. I yeah, mean, I mean, know, it's only an hour and, day yet. Still, it's like, it's yeah, it's a big hour. It's a big yeah. hour of brain power or something. <laughs> a brain right. power hour. Yeah, I'm going away this weekend uh, for a crafting weekend, and 
that's going to be a challenge uh, potentially to get the to get the words in but I, my intention is to still do it first thing in the morning I was going to say, could, will you have an hour to yourself in the morning that you can do that? or? Yeah, I, think I, asked, I asked for one, so I think I will. Uh, assuming I'm staying in a, sleeping in a bedroom by myself, I'll just get up earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But the flight's early on Thursday morning, so I might have to, com- might have to write in the afternoon on Thursday, or maybe, maybe even Wednesday I'll write Thursday's words or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday night. Well, yeah. I I noticed in the I'm using the super stat spreadsheet that um, we had from when we did this before Mm -hmm. and that gives you all sorts of information and I noticed that like um, I have I don't know I think something like 1100 words over the minimum like yeah. where I should be if I was just doing the minimum. So it's like, you know, uh, y- you should be getting close to lapping yourself for a day. So well, that's true. if, yeah, I, I, I'm using that spreadsheet too. And I see I have 1269 over. So yeah, yeah. but you know, those are precious. I know. <laughs> I don't know. But it is nice to know that if I need to, I could, I could just write probably 400 words that day. If not, yeah, mm-hmm. call it done. Yeah. Oh, could you also write on the plane? Well, I could, but I'm flying with four other, three other people. Oh, presumably. so that's different. It might feel different. Who knows? Yeah. They might look over my shoulder. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't risk it, Janine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny been nice that the uh, other people in the getting a good enough group more or less have been able to put in their words not necessarily every day but you know uh, in big spurts so that's good yeah that's great and it and it's um I always worry about people feeling like they're they get behind or that like there's something wrong that they can't do this and getting discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to see that, that people are showing up, you know, pretty much every day in whatever way they can. Right. And the nice thing about this challenge is it doesn't matter. (laughs) I know (laughs) there are no consequences beyond uh, maybe feeling disappointed if for some reason you're not able to do it. You had to drop out one year, I remember, because you developed carpal tunnel from the from the effort. Yeah, I know. I wrote like 30,000 words. And then I tried to use, um, uh, this is back in the day, long before Siri existed, and I tried to use uh, Dragon Dictate uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, to dictate. And I, you know, wrote a couple thousand more words using that but it was really it was not at the level that um, voice recognition is at now Mm -hmm. and it was not easy to do and I finally threw my hands up but I did actually talk with some friends about the plot of that novel and they're like you should finish that that sounds really good oh (laughs) so maybe I'll revisit that one yeah I mean not now Right, you're busy right now. You're probably not in December, (laughs) but (laughs) maybe at some point in the future. 
And you, you know, you survived not not being able to finish it. It was a just. It was. It, yeah, it just you couldn't. Right, and you know, like it. It definitely was disappointing, but it just you know, it is what it is. And and I feel like I just read something. I got something from the a local, um, like a I don't know whatever they call them chapter organizer or something. And she said. Uh, even if you only write five words this month, that's five words that you wouldn't have written. Yeah, right. And uh, so I think that's really an important reminder that anything that you do, and and we have um, people who are doing things other than novel writing and so they're sort of tracking things in a different way that they show up for a certain period of time or whatever and um uh so just you know showing up more days than not or not even that but just you know showing up as often as you can and and maybe pushing yourself a little bit to do it even when it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. is i think what makes a big difference Right. And it's just like almost like a life lesson. Like if I can do that, I mean, if, if you can power through it, either you, you win, as they call it, or you don't. Um, but the lesson learned from pushing through that discomfort or from sitting down and writing a few words, even when you don't feel like it, can be applied to so many things. Like, yeah, like, I mean, this, I feel like this can be applied to virtually everything <laughs> I can oh absolutely I feel yeah. the same way yeah so it's a fun thing to do and, and if anyone is intrigued enough and wishing they had started it in uh, uh, when in November 1st remember you can do it anytime you don't need 700,000 other people doing it at the same time that's a, no and that's what and you also I yeah I mean the first time we did it we did it in December right we did like a self-styled one um, and also you can jump in now and make it whatever you want to make it. That's a very good point. And you could do a 30-day challenge that started on the 11th. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, you really could. Or you could do a, well, whatever 30 minus 11 is, a 19-day challenge, if you want. <laughs> right. Well, people will be listening to this on, um, ah. I'm trying to open my calendar. People will be 14th. listening to this on the 14th or later. Right. So right. you could do one that is half the month or, yeah. you know, goes from whenever you listen to this for the next 30 days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's the only way of getting it right is setting up the rules to start and then following through as best you can. Right. And Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no losing here, really. Um yeah, so I'm so glad we've decided to do it. I'm glad that we remembered a few months ago that it was the, f- the five-year mark for, at least for my frequency, where I like to do it every five years. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Well, so the first time we did it was 15 years ago. Yep, 2004. Yeah. And then I think I did it in, well, I did two-thirds in... Um, Nine in 2009 and then i didn't attempt it what was go when was the next time you did it then i guess it would have been 2014 yeah i don't i i did it then i don't remember why what was going on heaven knows what was going on in your life (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but you probably i think you had a like a new relationship with the man that you ended up marrying and that may have been a little distracting 
It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, so I was forced to do it on my own, but I'm pretty sure you provided accountability for me, and I was, I was giving you updates on how it was going. I suspect. Yeah. I don't really I think remember. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that one is much more vague for me. But. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, it is. And, and, it, and it is, you know, it reminds me how much I enjoy engaging in a challenge that feels really close to my to what my edge of what I think I can do mm-hmm. you know which is what um, I found appealing about mountain climbing and marathon running is like well I think I might be able to do that but I don't know mm-hmm. and like with this it's like I I think I'm going to be able to do this but uh, I don't know like if it, it just seemed easy and like no big deal I don't know that I would feel compelled to do it yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so for me, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it doesn't feel, I don't I don't have any doubt I can do it, I mean, because I've done it before a few times. Right. But what I'm loving about it, unlike any other challenges I do, is how it's tapping into my creativity. And I don't write creatively ever, except when I do this. Um, and I don't do, you know, I'm a knitter, but I follow a pattern. I mean, don't do that much creative stuff, really except for perhaps creative problem solving. But um, <laughs> so I love that aspect of it. That's what's really, that's what um, makes me enjoy it so much, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll feel inspired to bring a little more creativity into your life on a more regular basis. Maybe I will. We'll just have to see what happens after um, November is over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to give a um, just a little short update, maybe um, at the beginning or end of one of our future podcasts, to, just to say quickly how it went. Yeah, I don't know that we need to dedicate a whole episode to it. Right, but we could give our final <laughs> word counts. My final word count, yeah. by the way, in 2014, I think it was, yeah. almost, was fifty thousand six. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because <laughs> I was I used the spreadsheet from last time and you know we uh-huh. blanked it out and noticed that it was fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you just slid right in. <laughs> That's right. And the end. <laughs> yeah. The end. The end. The end. <laughs> All right. There's my six words. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any last wisdom to share on NaNoWriMo? No, I think I've sh- shared all the so-called wisdom I have about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it is such a fun thing that I'm really glad we're doing it. And it, and it somehow makes it more fun to share it with other people, too. I agree. I agree, so, yeah. So thanks for listening, people. So, yeah, so if anyone listening is out there is actually already has started or wants to get started, please pop into the Facebook group and let us know how it's going. Um, you can also 
leave questions or comments on our hotline at 413-424-GTGE. You can hit us up on Twitter at getting, or no, GTG enough, <laughs> and on Instagram at getting to good enough. Um, for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. What should I write about this afternoon? Who knows? (laughs) Not me. Write what you wrote yesterday. I can't remember it. It doesn't matter.